Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This is episode number 1,145 on the power of the law of attraction. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Maya Angelou said, ask for what you want and be prepared to get it. And William Jennings Bryan said, destiny is not a matter of chance. It is a matter of choice. Today's episode is a special one. It's a solo round with me all about the law of attraction. And this is a topic that continues to fascinate me. The more I speak to guests about it on the podcast and the more I see incredible results show up in all areas of my life. And for those of you who have shared your experiences with me on social media about the law of attraction, that's why I wanted to do this special solo episode. And in this episode, I discuss how to reflect on the three most important areas of your life, how I've used the law of attraction personally in the different categories of my life and how they've been successful, the daily habits to make the practice of manifesting stick with you, what most people are getting wrong about the law of attraction, and so much more. And if you're enjoying this in any moment, make sure to share this with someone you think would be fascinated by this or someone who is already a big fan of the law of attraction or someone you think would just need to learn more about this. Send them this. And also a quick reminder, if this is your first time here, thank the person who sent you here. Send them a text or a message over on social media thanking them. Click the subscribe button over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And let me know your feedback on this. Leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. As we get amazing reviews every single week, including this one from Elise Lee, who said, I love podcasts that carry important lessons to their listeners. Lewis and his guests do this every episode, and I'm hooked. So thanks so much to Elise Lee for sharing that. Again, hope you enjoy this one. And in just a moment, it's time to learn about the law of attraction. The law of attraction has been a huge part of my success and growth in multiple areas of my personal life. And I want to dive into what the law of attraction means and break down the different ways that you can use it to manifest your dreams and achieve anything you want in your life. But the biggest message I want to get across when it comes to the law of attraction is that it requires effort. It requires some type of action. That's why in the word attraction, you see action in the word. You don't just get to write down something on a piece of paper or have a vision board or you know, map something out or cut out photos and, and look at it in front of you every single day or write down things on a piece of paper and think hard about it for a few minutes and then expect everything in your life to change and to be this magnet of opportunities, to have everyone that you want in your life attracted to you, money, good health, opportunities with your career. It's not going to happen overnight like that. And I wish it did, but it's not that easy. So there are some beliefs and actions that we need to take place in order for it to work. And that's what we're going to do by diving into today. So the first thing you want to think about is switching from negativity to positivity. So many people get caught up 
in focusing on what they don't want to happen in their future. And I want to talk about this a little bit towards the end of this video on how to focus on some of the negative things that could happen, but really focusing on the positive for the main part of your life. We'll talk about that towards the end because this is an important distinction. But they start living almost in constant fear of what could go wrong and what won't work out. And when we come from this place of, well, I don't know if I put myself out there, you know, it's not going to work out and then I'm going to get made fun of and then people, I'm going to be embarrassed and then I'm going to be stressed and no one's going to love me. And then we go in this rabbit hole and this kind of cycle of fear and anxiety and that is not how you attract good things in your life. You can't start from your way of being of negativity and fear and expect to attract beautiful things in your life. So we, we need to eliminate the negative self-talk and an environment that's easy to get stuck in sometimes can be the negative self-talk. And there's so much negativity in the world and if you don't actively work to shift your focus, to shift your thoughts and your mind, that negativity will consume you. And that's where the law of attraction comes in. Now, for me, it's about focusing less on what I don't want to happen in the future and actually focus on what I do want. And again, I think a lot of people focus on what they don't want too much. And you start to attract the things you're thinking about. I don't want this. I don't want that. Those things start to come to you. You start to see them. It's like the old example of someone says, you know, don't think of a pink elephant. You start to see it and you start to imagine it. If you say, well, I don't want to be poor. You start to feel it and you start to imagine it and you start to have anxiety around it. So you want to really think about the positive things in your life. You want to think about what do I want to attract? Who do I want to become? What do I want to overcome? So for example, if you're becoming a negative person, you're more likely to attract more negative people rather than positive ones, because positive people won't want to be around you. You know, negativity keeps company, and so does positivity. When you start to see other positive people that are like you, you say, I want to hang out with those people. Those people are going to continue to lift me up. I can lift them up. It's a good cycle. But the negative stuff you start to attract, when you talk about gossip, and you talk about bad news, and you talk about comparison, and judgment, and anxiety, and stress, that feeds in a community of other people that speak in the same language. So you want to shift your language and start thinking more positively. And if you feel like you aren't deserving of a loving relationship, a loving partner, you're most likely going to attract the wrong type of people in your life. And if you're focusing on how much money you don't have in your life right now or how your business could fail, you're not going to be able to focus your energy on the right clients or the products that will take your business to the next level, or the skills you need to develop to help you grow. Now, your thoughts dictate your actions and where your energy goes. So you want to be thinking about, what can I do to replace these negative thoughts, the anxiousness or the fear? How can I replace it so my energy can go in a more positive direction? And again, where you put your energy into is what you attract. So if you're thinking negative thoughts all day long, you're probably going to attract that. If you're thinking gratitude and positive thoughts, you'll start to see that show up differently. So how can we put the law of attraction into practice? Now let's go back to our examples and apply a new way of thinking. If you're caught in thinking negatively about the world and about yourself, this is so important. What would change inside of you if you looked around and you wrote down five things that you're grateful for about the world. Now, this, for me, is part of the secret to the law of attraction. It's the foundation is gratitude. It's your way of being must be grateful in order to attract new things. There's so many things in my life 
that I should not have attracted because I didn't have the skills, because I didn't have the tools, because I didn't have the education, because I didn't have the money, because I didn't have the resources. So many things that I shouldn't have attracted, but because I had the foundation of gratitude, passion, joy, curiosity, those things started to come to me and they can come to you as well if you come from that place of gratitude as your foundation. So you wanna think about what are these things that are important to me in my life? You know, it can be simple things. It could be like this cup of coffee that I have right now. It can be that I have a roof over my head, that I've got quality friends, that I'm healthy, you know, that I'm walking in nature today. It doesn't have to be some grandiose thing that's happened to you to be grateful for. I'm so grateful for these little present moments with people that I care about, to spend an hour on the beach, to go for a walk with a friend, to have a good conversation with someone and talk about something that I'm going through. For me, that's just as meaningful. The moments in between the big moments are just as meaningful. So write down these things or think about these things. This is something I embed in my daily life when I wake up, I think about what I'm grateful for. When I go to sleep, I, I think about and reflect on the things I'm grateful for from that day. And it's just my way of being for as much as I can. Now, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, and there's some times I'm negative, but it's something that I try to really focus on as much as possible. So instead of saying that you're not enough, that you don't deserve success, what if you looked in the mirror on a daily basis? I dare you to look in the mirror on a daily basis and say, I am enough, and I do deserve the results that I wanna create in my life because I show up, because I'm consistent, because I work hard, because I care about my work. If you looked in the mirror and you did this consistently for 30 days and you actually used the word action in attraction and you put it into practice on a daily basis towards that growth, I'd be amazed to see what you attract and what you manifest in your life. Or if you felt like you weren't deserving of a loving partner and just kept focusing on the wrong people, what if you said, you know what? I am deserving of a loving partner because I care deeply about those around me and I'm worthy of feeling deeply cared about myself. And what if you started to change your thoughts and behaviors around yourself and say, I'm not gonna keep doing the things that I've always done. I'm gonna start showing up differently and love myself and not needing someone else to love me who maybe isn't in the right mindset. And start distancing yourself from those typical patterns that you've had in the past and love yourself first and see what you attract from that loving, grateful place with yourself. Or if you are in a tough financial spot, maybe you're struggling financially and you've been trying to start a business or a side hustle. I've been there, I know what this feels like, it's not fun. For a long time, I was living on my sister's couch and I didn't have much money. It was really stressful. I remember this feeling of being stuck, feeling like I was never going to make any money. And when I was focusing on that feeling of I'm never gonna make this money, I feel stuck, I feel trapped, when's this gonna happen? feeling this anxiousness, this stress around it, it was really impossible for me to think of creative ideas. It was impossible for me to take action because I was living in the stress as opposed to the gratitude for what I was having in that moment. I should have been focusing on, you know what, my sister is allowing me to stay here for free so I have some time to learn a new skill. I made $100 this day. I should be grateful for that. Not a focusing on what I'm lacking or what I don't have, but what I am creating on a daily basis. And I started to ask different questions around this time, like how can I be of service to other people? How can I add as much value to someone else? Or what are my top skill sets that I can use 
to my advantage that no one else has. Like, what do I have? I started writing a list of all these different skills that I had. Even when I didn't think I had many skills, I still wrote down a list of the qualities I have, of the skills from the past that maybe I could apply to right now. And when I began asking those types of questions, I started attracting the people who needed my skill sets and services. And I finally started to make more money than ever before because I was thinking about serving others. I was thinking from a positive, grateful standpoint about helping others and starting a side hustle which turned into a business instead of thinking negatively about not having any money or I'm sleeping on my sister's couch and why is it taking me so long to create this and I'll never make anything from this situation, I started focusing on how can I add value, as much value as possible to this one person in front of me right now. How can I serve them? How can I create for them? How can I connect someone to them that could help them? What can I do to add value and help someone else achieve their goals? Because I think as Zig Ziglar said, if you want to accomplish all of your goals, help other people accomplish their goals. And that's what I started focusing on. Not what I'm lacking, but how can I give and how can I add value to other people? When you focus outward on service, you start to really attract some incredible things in your life. It's unbelievable, the ripple effect, the domino effect, one person helping another person, how it comes back around to you. And if you've ever felt this for yourself, leave a comment below of this feeling you've had when you started adding more and more value, getting out of the negative situation inside your mind and in your body, focusing outward on helping others. It's incredible the things you can start to attract and manifest in your life. So we want to talk about practice for reflecting on your life. And I want you to look at your relationships, your health, your business, and the key areas of your life that are meaningful to you. And ask yourself these questions. Who are you spending too much energy on? Think about this right now. Who are you spending too much energy on in your life? Literally, you can write this down or you can just think like, who are the three to four people in my life that I'm spending too much time on that maybe I don't need to be spending this time on these individuals? What aspects of your health are hurting you because your energy is spent on things that don't support you, that don't give you more energy? For your business, what tasks or projects are taking up so much time that are stressing you out without much reward? Whether personal joy, whether it be actual financial reward or moving a project forward, what are those tasks that you're in control, freak mindset, doing too much of it, spending hours on something that you don't need to be doing? Start assessing these different areas of your life and think about what can I really let go of in this place to start attracting more. You know, energy is everything when you're thinking about a law of attraction. And you need to be coming from a, a positive, grateful, abundant feeling in order to start creating more of that. You can't come from a feeling of lack, of scarcity, of not enough, of I don't love myself. If you don't love yourself, you're saying to the world, to the universe, to other people, why would I work with you? Why do I want to connect with you? Why do I want to be in love with you if you don't love yourself? So you've got to start shifting that way of thinking, the way of feeling, the way of being in order to really show up energetically around other people. One of my early mentors told me, the world makes room for passionate people. Think about it. If you are slunched over every single day like this, lacking confidence, stressed, anxious, you, you know, depressed, and you're unable to get out of your own way because you're constantly thinking about how much you don't love yourself. I've been there. I know this feeling. If you're in that state, people aren't attracted to that. They're attracted to someone who is humble yet confident at the same time in their abilities. 
someone who cares and can look other people in the eye, someone who's got a big heart and opens up and is, and is willing to receive information, not someone who's slouched over and has you know, a middle finger up to the world. They want people who are open, who are willing, who are down to try things, who are passionate, at least passionate about the thing they care about. And when you show you're passionate about something, people are attracted to energy that is passionate, that is grateful, that is fun, that is loving, that is expressive, that is creative, that is expansive. They're not attracted to people who are closed off and guarded. That is not attractive. That is not sexy in any part of life, in relationship, health, business. You're not going to attract people from that place. So we're working to reprogram your mind and break the patterns that have been leading your life because I've been there in so many different areas of my life for many different years that have held me back. And some I've been confident in certain areas and others I've lacked confidence. And this is a process and this is a journey and it's not going to happen overnight. But we want to identify where your energy is going and focus on where is that energy and effort leading you and helping you. And as the author of The Secret, Rhonda Byrne told me in our interview last year, she said, when you start noticing a damaging pattern, you can replace it with a new one. But you need to identify what the patterns are. I think sometimes we get, we just aren't even aware. It's just a pattern that's running. It's something that's happening. Maybe it's been happening for months or years or decades. We're not even aware. It's just become our identity. So when you identify the negative identity patterns that are holding you back, that's the first step. And you can start to really shift and replace it with a new identity, a new pattern that you can implement. And you want to think about the people in your life. Now, are the people you spend your time with giving you energy or are they draining you of your energy? And this is also, you know, a side note, just because someone maybe doesn't agree with you or has different beliefs or, you know, makes you feel reactive doesn't mean that they're, all, they're always this toxic person. You get to figure out how you can respond to people because not everyone's going to be a perfect human being around you all day long. You've got to learn how to respond and let go of the triggers that have been holding you back. It's usually never about the other person. It's always about why is this hurting me? Why is this affecting me? Yes, if someone's being nasty towards you and, and saying mean things to you and deliberately and intentionally trying to hurt you, that is not okay. But sometimes it's just a misinterpretation. Sometimes it's a miscommunication and we get so triggered. I know because this used to be me. We get so triggered and so angry. We hold on to this. That doesn't help you. It's typically never about the other person. It's usually always about the thing we need to let go of and heal in our past so that we can be less reactive to life's daily interactions. So you want to think about, you know, who are those people that maybe, uh, maybe they are draining you or maybe you need to figure out how to let go of your reactions. And if you're wanting to manifest loving relationships around you, you want to start thinking about, you know, who are the people that are really supporting me and those that aren't. And are you keeping people around because you don't want them to, to leave your side? Or, or are you keeping them around because they're actually adding value and you're contributing to adding value in their life as well? And if you were trying to put out in the world that you do want loving relationships around you, then, then bring the joy that you want to create. And if the people currently around you don't fall into that desire, then it's time to let them go. Or just distance yourself. You don't have to say, I'm cutting you out of my life forever. 
start to distance yourself to create time and space for more abundance of love in your life. And for your health, think about your health. You know, how many of us feel like we are at a 10 and a 10 in our health, that we are optimal living with our bodies, our mental and emotional health. And the beliefs we hold about our bodies and health really can affect us. How we think about it can make us either sick or healthier. This is something that I've seen for myself and I've seen so many people around the world. The fear of sickness and disease sometimes manifests in the body um, faster than actually getting something physically in the body that would manifest. And I've spoken to many different health experts, scientists, spiritual leaders on the podcast who share how much impact the mind has over the body. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already Already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too. in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we live in a world where it's easy to get caught up in the negative thinking about our body, shaming our body. My body's not enough. I've got too much fat here. I'm not big enough here. I'm not, I'm too skinny. Whatever it is, the, the, the shame, the judgment, the comparison, that will consume you and it'll hold you back from attracting what you want. For example, you don't want people to see you in a swimsuit because you're not happy with your body. And that can make you self-conscious, it can make you feel depressed, which makes it harder to take action in the effort of attraction. So if we're constantly crippled by this fear or judgment or insecurity or shame, we're not gonna take the action to help us attract and become a magnet for what we want in our life, the magnet of abundance, of love, of, 
of wealth, of, of health, of good friends, of opportunities, of creation. We're not going to be the magnet. So what if you focused on your desire to want to work out more, to eat better, to love yourself for where you are in your journey? What if you focused on that instead? And if you only focused on those pillars and not what others might think about you or how you look compared to someone else, what if you did that and focused on the day-to-day moments and the journey as opposed to where you are compared to someone else? Then all of that is outside of you. And when you're putting your energy into thinking about insecurities or lack or stress or comparison, the opinions of others and the embarrassment of someone's got to laugh at me because I don't look as good, it doesn't allow you to put energy into bettering yourself. Now, this is not easy if we've never learned how to do this. This is not something that comes natural to most people if you've never learned how to do this. This is a practice. This is something that you're going to want to form a, a new habit and try and consistently show up for every day, if possible, to support you in the different areas of your life that you want to attract more abundance in. And with your business, how much energy are you putting into the fears of running out of money, scarcity, not having enough, of having a product that nobody will want, and comparing yourself to the other competitors, and constantly competing in comparison as opposed to serving? How can I just serve the clients that I have? How can I, how can I add more value to them and let the results speak for themselves? And how can I constantly show up and be better as a leader and develop new skills so that I can attract new clients, so I can effectively have more confidence when I'm reaching out to prospects, so I can create more consistent content on social media, whatever it is you're trying to do. But if all of your energy is spent on, on the opposite, the stress of not having enough, of trying to sell and going broke and going out of business, it's keeping you from attracting more customers. It's keeping you from innovating your product and focusing on how you're able to serve more people and serve the world. So again, it all stems from this way of being. My way of being gets to be abundance. If I want to manifest the law of attraction in my life, it gets to be gratitude, joy, passion. Uh, it gets to be self-love because you attract more from those places. But if you're coming from a place of negativity, of resentment, of anger, of fear, of stress, of I'm not good enough. Why would people want to come to something or someone that doesn't feel good enough? Why would something great be attracted to something that says, I don't love myself? You got to think about this. When you can come from a place of, I love myself, I love the journey I'm on. Maybe I'm not where I want to be, but I love where I'm at right now. And every day I'm working towards the improvement of myself. I did this step that I said I was going to do. I was consistent when I said I was going to show up five days a week with my health or these action steps. It's you following through on your commitments to yourself, which will attract more goodness in your life. It's when you're constantly breaking your word is when you doubt your own self because you're not being in integrity with yourself. So here's the tricky part that will take time to work through, yet it's so important for your growth. Where we direct our energy and focus is often related to beliefs we hold about ourselves and the world. Now those beliefs can be traced back as early as our childhood, obviously from the different events that we go through in our childhood. And Rhonda Burns' advice for this is start to listen to yourself and look at the things that you have really strong opinions about. Where you have a really strong opinion is a belief that's underneath that. You can dissolve those beliefs and feel free. Every time you're able to drop the phrase, I believe from something, you feel completely free. It's amazing to feel light 
as a feather and actually feel invincible. Doubt and uncertainty play a big part in most people's lives. And those two things can be paralyzing. So just imagine living life with zero uncertainty. And when we understand and work through our beliefs that don't serve us any, anymore, and we can start to change our thinking to, well, what do I want for my life? That's when we can begin taking actions to help us achieve it. And that's what this is all about. So I want to share a few ways that I've used the law of attraction in my life. And I want to talk about some of the habits we're going to go into here in just a moment as well. But for me, I've used the law of attraction to really manifest different accomplishments and new experiences in, my, in, in just about every area of my life. And health has always been important to me, but that doesn't mean it's always been easy. And I use strategies, I use structure, and I use accountability to help me be consistent with my health. Because it's one thing to just think, you know what, I want to have a healthy body, I want to be stronger, I want to be faster, I want to be more athletic, I want to accomplish my athletic goals. It's one thing to say that, to visualize it, which is something that I do, which is part of the law of attraction. But man, especially if you've got a busy life, if you've got responsibilities, if you've got kids, if you've got work, if you've got, there's only so much time to really attract the things you want and take action on those things on a daily basis. So I'm a big believer in creating structure in your life, in scheduling the most important things for you on a daily basis, on creating goals for yourself, and having a coach, an accountability buddy, someone you hire that shows up for you. So in my health, that's what I do. I've got you know, a, a boxing trainer to help me improve a skill there and also get a good workout. I've got a, a, a lifting trainer as well. I schedule it in. I make time. Sometimes I have to do it in the middle of the day in between stuff in my business. Sometimes it's got to be early in the morning. Sometimes it's got to be at night. It's not always this most easy, ideal way of going about it. But when you want to create more in your life, when you're trying to be a bigger leader, there's going to be more pressures and responsibilities that show up with that effort. And so it's figuring out what is the most important things to do with my time how do I schedule this in? How do I create accountability so I make sure I show up for my dreams and my goals so that when I look back three, six, 12 months of taking consistent action, things are manifesting and I'm attracting them because I'm showing up consistently. And success was always something that I dreamed of growing up, but in my early 20s, I struggled a lot from it because I wasn't really sure, like, after sports was done, I had to kind of refigure out how do I apply this into life? How do I apply this into making money, into relationships? Because for me, it was all about sports and I had the structure, I had the accountability, I had the coaches, I had the team. After that, I didn't have that. So I had to transition. I had to let go of an old identity that, that I was holding on to, this identity of being an athlete, of trying to go pro. And once that was done, I had to shed the old identity and not hold on to it. Otherwise, I would be suffering. I would be depressed. I would be in negative thinking. I'd be thinking that I wasn't enough, that no one cared about me because they only cared about the old me. So I had to let that go and so I could start attracting from a new space, a new identity. Another question that people like to ask me is, how did you use the law of attraction to start achieving success when starting out as well as in the current moment? So how did I achieve success starting out and also now, how am I using it to accomplish what I want? Now, relationships are what matter most to me. A friend and mentor and coach of mine, Chris Lee, says that the key to success in life is relationships. And the key to successful relationships is vulnerability. And it's something that I truly believe in. If you want to get 
super connected to someone extremely fast, be vulnerable right away. And that'll open you up and that'll create that trust and relationship with that other person to be vulnerable as well. So relationships are what matter most. Health, business, life. It stems from relationships, from family, friends, finding the right partner. You know, if the relationships are in constant breakdown, your life will be in constant breakdown. It'll be hard to manifest what you want and attract the things. And I believe this area is often overlooked and people don't realize that you can really uh, create more control over the relationships you put the energy into. And it all starts from your intention. It all starts from the way you communicate. It starts with how you show up for yourself and the relationships with yourself. But the way I started to do it early on was kind of what I've been talking about already. I truly get so clear on my goals. I get very clear on what I want to attract and I think about it. I write it down. I'll create a certificate of achievement. I'll hang it on my wall. I'll put it on my phone and say, this happened. I sign it. I put the date of when it's going to happen and I really reverse engineer and say, what are the actions to attract this goal? What are the actions to attract this goal? Who do I get to become? You know, it starts from the way of being. It starts from your energy and your intention first. Then that energy goes into the action. So if you have a negative energy, but you're taking action every day, you won't attract the things you want and be fulfilled. Maybe you'll attract some certain things, but you'll still feel this negative lack of fulfillment because it wasn't coming from a place of joy, of gratitude, of appreciation, of growth, of possibilities, of creativity, of service. And that's when you, when you really shift from that intention and that energy from those places as opposed to, I'm doing this to prove others wrong. I'm doing this to show my parents that I could do this. I'm doing this to look good. I'm doing this because I want to have all these awards and show it off. When you come from that place, you can accomplish what you want, but at the end of the day, are you truly going to be fulfilled? And that's something that we've all got to learn the hard way if we're not willing to come from joy, passion, gratitude, and service. Another question someone might ask is, how have you used the law of attraction when it comes to your friendships, business relationships, partnerships, and other relationships? At this stage of my life, I've, I've learned a lot about relationships and I have a long way to go to learn more about relationships. But I really think about in friendships, does this person think a similar way as me? Does this person on a similar path of service? Does this person have a good heart? Do I have fun with this person? Can we have cool activities together that we share and enjoy? And I think about that, you know, is there a natural flow to our friendship? Is there a give and take that we both have? Or am I the only one that gives and they take? I think about these things and I try to create alignment with friends. Okay, cool. We're on a similar journey. Maybe they're in a completely different industry or career path. But if we have a similar philosophy and way of being and energy, I like to be around positive people. So I attract friends from that same place of positivity and gratitude. In business partnerships, I think about who are the partners who will compliment me, not similar to me, but who would compliment me, who have other skills and assets that I don't have. And I think about what am I really talented at? How can I be a driver of this business and the skills that I have? And how can I find a compliment partner who can support in the things that I'm not good at? I think about that there in relationships. I really think about a lot when it comes to more intimate relationships. And for me, it starts with the foundation of four key things. Spiritual connection, mental connection, emotional connection, and then for me also, the sexual connection. But the foundation on the first three first. 
if you can build from that place and have a similar mindset, similar values, similar vision, that's what I really look for in more intimate relationships as well. Do we have those four foundational points in common? Are we aligned on these things? Do we have our values aligned, our vision aligned for what we want to create in a relationship? For me, that's a big part of it. So creating from that space and attracting from that space. And that means being very courageous with your words, very courageous in your communication and saying, this is exactly what I'm about. This is what I'm looking to create. This is where I'm going. This is my future and what I see for myself right now. Here's my values. Speaking from a place of integrity, speaking from a place of courage, to almost say, can this person hang? Can this person keep up with me? Because this is what I believe. Not hiding those things, but putting yourself out there. You'll either attract or you'll repel. And it's better to repel quickly than keep some things hidden for a year or two and realize, oh, we don't align. So be courageous with your words. Be courageous with your, your actions and your feelings towards that. Another question how did you visualize the School of Greatness book being at the front of the table in bookstores? So I remember for years, back in 2007, I, I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And I remember at the end of this book, and for most people that, that listen or watch the show, you know it's hard for me to finish books. I talk about this all the time, you know, growing up being dyslexic, having a second grade reading level when I went into the eighth grade uh, and got tested there. And so it's, it's a lot for me to want to finish a book. I skim a lot, you know, I research and I go through the books, but it's a lot for me to start from word one to the last word and read every word without just skimming it. In 2007, I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek, and I remember at the end, I remember shutting the book and saying, wow, this is inspiring. It, it opened up something new for me that I never knew was possible, this kind of like online world that I started going down the rabbit hole and really researching more about it and reading blogs and articles and, and trying things from onward after that. This is the end of 2007, at Christmas time. And I remember closing the book and saying, and one day I'm going to meet Tim Ferriss, the author of this book, and, and I'm going to connect with him. We're going to be friends. I'm going to do business with him. And also, whoever the agent is for this book, one day I'm going to write a book that's going to be a New York Times bestseller. And this agent for Tim is going to be my agent as well. And I remember a few years later, I ended up meeting Tim. I ended up meeting Tim's agent. A few years after that, I kept creating, I kept showing up, I kept building myself, my business, my brand, that eventually his agent was my agent. And I remember saying to him, I want to write a New York Times bestselling book that does something similar to the book that I read years ago, where it unlocks possibilities in other people's life. It helps them create something new. It helps them see something different they never saw and they can take action from that place, from a new possibility. And I did this on a consistent basis. And when the book came out, the book was front and center in all Barnes and Nobles right when you walked in. It was a New York Times bestseller, and it closed the loop for me visualizing this. I think it was seven or eight years prior where I had this dream of writing a New York Times bestseller, of doing stuff with Tim Ferriss, of his agent being my agent, and changing millions of lives. So the idea was, planted. The seed was planted then when I had nothing. When I was, uh, you know, I had a, a cast on my arm. I was just had a surgery. I was sleeping on my sister's couch. I had nothing. There was no evidence. There was no proof. There was no results that would show that I would write a New York Times bestselling book. There was nothing. 
There was no evidence that I had the skills. There was no evidence that I had the resources, the talent, the time to get uh, his, his agent as my agent, to write a great book, to be able to market a book. I had no audience, I had no following. But the seed was planted at that moment. And I wrote it down and I visualized it often. And I said, who do I need to become? What do I need to create? What do I need to overcome? What do I need to let go of? in order to take the right actions to attract this dream. And if you haven't got the book yet, make sure to check out the book, School of Greatness, and get it anywhere. You can go online, go on Amazon, go to bookstores, check out the book. And I hope this gives you some principles, some ideas, some strategies to help you attract more with the law of attraction from yourself. We talk about really the eight key principles that we've dissected from all the different interviews in the School of Greatness podcast, from all the greatest minds in the world. It's dissected into eight key principles here in the School of Greatness. So if you wanna create more abundance in your life, make sure you check out this book, buy a copy, get one for your friends, and devour it, go through it. Another question, how do you visualize the School of Greatness becoming a TV show? This is interesting. This must have been seven or eight years ago as well. I was traveling and doing more public speaking at that time kind of getting started in my public speaking career. And I would go to all these different hotels around the country. And I remember when you turn on the TV in a hotel, it usually starts at channel one. And you see kind of the first eight to 12 channels right away when you scroll through the TV guide. And I remember seeing PBS is usually in the top 10 channels, uh, PBS channel. And I would always see this talk show, this, uh, this talk show with inspiring people the host and inspiring people. And I was like, huh. And I'd watch this talk show and it would be back-to-back -back hours. Pretty much every major city I went to in the middle of the day, I'd see these back-to-back -back hours for this talk show on PBS, public television. And I said, man, my show had just gotten started at that point, the School of Greatness. And I was like, I feel like I could do this. I mean, I'm, I'm getting similar type of guests. Like the conversations are just as powerful. Like, huh, why couldn't I be on PBS. Why can't we create this? We already have the content. And I remember the seed was planted then. I, I saw it and I said, okay, this is something I want to create. I have no clue how to do it, but what are the steps to get, to get me there? What do I need to do? Who do I need to become? What do I need to let go of? What insecurities? What, what do I need to build in order to attract this? In order to say, PBS is going to say yes when we come to them or they're going to approach me. And seven, eight years later, we are now on public television, on PBS, around the country. And it was a process. It was a journey. It took time. It didn't happen overnight. Some things happen quickly when you start to apply the law of attraction. The bigger goals and dreams, sometimes it happens quickly, but sometimes it takes years. It really all depends on where you're at in your life. But it happened, and now we're there. And it's a beautiful experience to see, again, closing the loop, from a seed that was planted six, seven, eight years ago is now happening, is now manifested, is now blossoming. And sometimes when we plant the seed, it doesn't grow overnight into this giant oak tree. It takes time to fertilize and build and water. And that's you developing new skills, overcoming challenges, and becoming a better version of yourself. So if you want to check it out, make sure to go to lewishouse.com watch, and I'll show you where you can go on your local TV station to check out show on public television and PBS all around the country as well. We'll have that linked up in the description below. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. 
assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off, off your next 12 pack, head to Amazon and use promo code 20PureLeaf. That's promo code 20PureLeaf for 20% off. Also, I want to talk about daily habits to make the law of attraction really stick. Now, we all have busy lives, like I said, and it's not easy to break old habits or create new habits when we have responsibilities of busy life and you feel overwhelmed or stressed already. But there are some daily habits that you can really introduce to start utilizing the law of attraction. And step one is to visualize what you want in your life to look like the first thing in the morning. What do you want your day to look like? How do you want to feel throughout this day? Starting with this and taking it one day at a time will eventually begin to compound. And you'll have weeks where you're becoming the type of person you really want to become and you'll see it to manifest over time. Step two is to write down your goals for the day. Now, this is something that I do for my dreams in the future, that is big dreams and goals, but also what do I want to accomplish today? And doing both of those, the kind of longer, bigger dreams, but also what's the daily goal? When you do that, and once you see it in your mind and put it in paper so you can remember it, 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 it helps you revisit it to track your progress when you do this process. So really focus on writing down your goals daily and also thinking about what are my long-term goals and dreams and what am I doing to show up for them daily. Step three is to speak it out loud. Like we mentioned earlier, what if you said to yourself, I am enough. I am worthy of love. I'm going to serve my community today with my business or with my talents or my gifts. And saying these things out loud to yourself is like training your brain to actually believe it. And then when you say it and you follow through on the actions you commit to that you write down, you start to believe it even more. And step four is to reflect at the end of the day on how your day went. Thinking about your visualization in the morning, writing down your goals and the spoken affirmations. Tracking your progress to see how your life is changing in real time. And you can really start to see these things after a week. You implement this consistently for a week. You start to say, huh, I feel a little bit different. Mm, I got a little different result today from my friends and my family and relationships. You start to see these things happening pretty quickly. And when you do this and you track the progress, it will hold you accountable and it'll be amazing to look back on 
in a month from now. One of the mistakes I see most often is not getting clear about what you truly want. Now, this is, this is tough because in, a, in this time during, during our, our life, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of opportunities, a lot of things that people want to do at once. But if you're chasing so many things at once, you'll never really create and, and, and catch the one thing you want to get. People hear about manifesting and start to just say things like, well, I want more money or I want to become the most physically fit version of myself. And then they leave it at that. And if you think or speak in those general terms, then not much happens when you do that. Here's the key. The more specific you are, the more likely the actions you take and the energy you put out will help you achieve that goal. It's all about the specifics of this. Remember when I said, and I closed the book up and I said, I am going to meet Tim Ferriss one day. His agent is going to be my agent. I'm going to write a New York Times bestseller. It's going to change millions of lives around the world. I was very specific about my vision, about my goals, about manifesting what I wanted to create. And this happened. This happened specifically. I've done that in many different areas of my life. And if you aren't clear, you'll continue to go down multiple distraction paths instead of one focused one. You'll start to see opportunity after opportunity and you'll put all your energy spread out as opposed to focused on growing in one area to start. So you need to really sit down and really think about this and get as clear as possible. That's why it's so important to write down your goals and be specific. Write down the dates by when. When do you want to manifest this by? When do you want to create this by? One of the biggest mistakes people make after getting super clear on their dreams is not taking any action at all. So I'm declaring, I'm going to go create this goal. It's going to happen. And then nothing happens because you can't just visualize and write down your goals and say your affirmations and look in the mirror and do this and expect all your dreams to come true. You cannot do this. I see this all the time with people sharing their big goals on social media. I'm going to lose 100 pounds by this date. I'm going to create this much of my business. And they start to speak it. They write it down. They got their vision board. And you see it all over social media. And then they never see them share any actions. After the first week, they take action. Then it gets hard. They usually don't have the other things in place, the structure, the accountability, the coaching, the support, all the things you need to really support you in consistent action, the discipline of consistent action over time. And those are the things that will support you with your goals. Now, I don't want this for you. I don't want you to just have these dreams and then them not be manifested. The practices we've spoken about help you get clear. So I don't want you to just think about this and visualize this and not get the results you want and be a magnet of attraction. The practices we've spoken about help you get clear and in the right mindset. But you have to be willing to take action for anything to actually happen. And you have to do this consistently. When I think about the results we've created in the School of Greatness, eight and a half years, over 1,100 episodes, the consistency is something I tell people. They say, Lewis, what's the secret to the success of the School of Greatness and how you've got over 400 million downloads, how it's one of the biggest podcasts in the world, one of the fastest growing YouTube channels. Now it's on PBS and public television. You've got a New York Times bestselling book. You sell at your conferences. You've got all these opportunities, 7 million followers on social media. What's the secret? I literally sound like so boring when I say, you know, I just show up every day. I show up consistently every day. And I've been doing it for over eight and a half years consistently. And before that, I was doing it for 20 years, developing myself as an athlete, learning about goal setting, learning about confidence, teamwork, skill sets, all that stuff. But the key has been showing up consistently daily for eight and a half years. That's what I do. 
the consistency of it is the magnet, is what attracts people, is what creates respect, what creates trust, what creates authority, all these things in the space that you're in. So you wanna think about the action that goes in with this. And one of my favorite examples of this is from my friend Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx. And before Spanx, she was selling fax machines door to door for years and feeling kinda hopeless about where she was going. So she went home and wrote in her journal that she wanted to invent a product that she could sell to millions of people. She wrote down that her biggest strength was sales. So if she had the right idea for a product, she could handle the rest. And she wrote that down. She was visualizing selling to millions of people. And then a couple years later, she came up with this concept for Spanx, which has become a billion dollar business. Now imagine if you were able to stay consistent for two years what would happen for you? And imagine if Sarah had then given up and gone back to her old habits after a few days or a few weeks. Maybe she was excited for a little bit. She said, you know what? I'm too scared. I don't wanna take the risk. I'm gonna give up. I'm not gonna be consistent. You know, that change didn't happen overnight, but she put these ideas on paper, visualized it, and was consistent in her action. And look what she was able to create and manifest. I am so excited for the change that you're going to be making in your life. Thank you so much for listening and being here on this episode. Make sure to share this with a friend that you think would be inspired by the law of attraction and learning more about some of the strategies and philosophies that can help you attract exactly what you want in your life. And be careful because sometimes what you ask for will manifest much faster than you expect it if you are aligned to this law. And again, if this is your first time here, please subscribe over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and let me know your thoughts of what you enjoyed most from this episode. You can share it in the feedback section of the review section on Apple podcast, or just message me over on social media, tag me when you're posting this on social media and let me know your thoughts as well. Share it with a friend, one friend that comes to mind, just text in this link, lewishouse.com slash one, one, four, five, or copy and paste wherever you're listening to this podcast and share it out with a friend. It's all about spreading the message of greatness to more people. And I want to leave you with this quote from Gary Zukov, who said, every intention sets energy into motion, whether you are aware of it or not. So I want you to think about the intention you're setting today with yourself, with your life, with your health, with your loved ones. Be very intentional about these thoughts and these actions and make sure you are aware that every time you set an intention, be very ready for it to show up in your life quicker than you thought might be possible. And I want to remind you, if no one has told you lately that you are loved, you're worthy, and you matter, I'm so grateful for you. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a 
try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S. 